Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Provincial election in Saskatchewan in British Columbia. It's today, and from what I understand, again, more people voted in advance of Election Day in British Columbia than actually are voting today. Keith Baldry is the Global News BC Legislative Bureau Chief, joins us from Victoria. Keith, thank you for the time. And is that true? More people voted before today? Yes, extraordinary numbers, Roy. So uh, we've never had people mail in their ballots to the extent of what we're seeing in this election, largely, I think, because we're in a pandemic and people do have some concerns about health and safety concerns at polling stations. But last election, a little more than 6,000 people mailed their ballots in. This election, more than half a million and counting have mailed their ballots in. On top of that, we've increased the number of advanced polling days, and almost 700,000 people voted that way. So we've got more than 1.1 million people whose ballots have already been um, sent either through the mail or through advance uh, uh, polling. So, it, And it's interesting about the mail, Roy, it, it adds a wrinkle we've never had before. Under B.C.'s election law, those mail-in ballots cannot be even um, counted until 13 days after the election day. They have to be verified to ensure there's no doubling up or fraud or anything like that. So if there's a lot of close races today, and we usually have a number of them in B.C. traditionally, we may not know the final outcome of today's election until mid-November. So you'll be right up there with the United States. <laughs> not, not a parallel I'd, I'd like to draw too often, but yeah, no, well, no, is, no, no, I... again, we, we, we might be able to call it election day. We're still certainly hoping to do that. Yeah. There's, a, there's a number of writings that are not, you know, close. They're usually one party stronghold or another, but there's about, you know, 15, 20 swing writings that can go back and forth between the two parties. And literally, um, the average number of mail-in ballots per writing is about 5,000. Some writings have 12,000 people voting by mail. How do you call an election call tonight if you've got uh, still 12,000 ballots that we haven't examined uh, that can't be counted for two weeks? So it's about an average of 5,000 per writing. Yeah, that's going to be quite the task. Um, what, What were the main issues as the campaign developed, Keith? What became the key issues? Well, what's fascinating, there's been uh, probably more opinion polling in this campaign than I've ever seen. I've, this is my 10th election. And it, public opinion didn't move, uh, no matter what the issue was. Uh, you know, the, the VC liberals sort of through some Hail Mary passes, one uh, early on promising to abolish the provincial sales tax, which is a huge move. Uh, public opinion uh, didn't move, the needle didn't move at all. And I think what uh, I think what this tells us is that the public right now it doesn't matter what you tell them they don't want change They're, they don't want uncertainty in this pandemic they just want to they know what they've got right now and they don't want to change it and I think this is very much a, re- a referendum perhaps on the government's handling of the pandemic rather than individual policies taxation policies healthcare policies those don't seem to resonate with the voters right now nothing does it's just uh, public opinion seems to have been locked in since day one. So if they want, don't want change, will they reward or the NDP with a significant majority government to make sure there isn't change? What, do you th- what, what are the polls right, saying? Yeah, right now the numbers are suggesting that it's going to be a, an NDP majority. Again, we might not be able to call that tonight. It might not be uh, proven until mid-November when all the ballots are, are counted. But the, a number of opinion polls from various pollsters, and again, polls can be wrong, but it's very unusual to see, by my count, about 14 consecutive polls give the NDP a double-digit lead over the B.C. Liberals, and an even bigger lead in Metro Vancouver, where half the ridings are. And the last election was was sort of decided in the suburbs of Metro Vancouver, and that, this one is shaping up to have the same result, and the NDP is strongest there rather than the B.C. Liberals. So the NDP could be looking at a very strong majority, in fact, potentially the biggest majority they've ever had, unless, of course, the vote 
voters have a different view today and have second thoughts of what they've been telling pollsters and vote uh, back the B.C. Liberals. But the B.C. Liberals have not run a good campaign. Their leader, Andrew Wilkinson, just hasn't connected with people. They've had a couple of disastrous um, eruptions from candidates. One candidate was kicked out. Another one had apologized for sexist remarks in a Zoom call. The B.C. Liberals have been on defensive in this campaign, and the B.C. NDP under John Horgan has sort of had smooth sailing. And the other big unknown out here is what happens to the, the Green Party. The B.C. Greens won three seats last time. They've got 16% of the vote. What happens to that vote? Uh, does it go back to one of the other parties? Uh, or does it grow and in, in, in the Greens make a bigger splash? Uh, that, that's one of the big unknowns. But certainly the polling suggests John Horgan rolled the dice on a snap election, and it looks like it's, it's coming up uh, with, a, with potentially a very good showing for him. So a message to, uh, to Ottawa in, in this election as well. Well, I think it's a message to everyone, or an, another example of incumbent governments right now are probably in a safe position. Um, you saw the New Brunswick result. Here's the yes. Scott Moe's likely headed for, for re-election in, in Saskatchewan. And I think right now in a pandemic, as I say, people don't want change. They want certainty in their lives, and uh, change in government is uncertainty. And that's why I think uh, one, one of the, the cards John Horgan's been able to play very effectively out here in B.C. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.